You're not going to like what will happen once I get involved. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined, as always, by... I'm Chad, and how has your year been? It's been most violent. I'm Mark. That's there not a any, movie. There weren't any fun quotes, Yeah, Cody. you know, not a, not a ton of great quotes. Mostly dialogue quotes. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is not very, not very fun movie. Um, this is best pictures. Yeah, and mm-hmm. as you should know by now, seeing as this podcast is almost over, Every is podcast that... is someone's first podcast. <laughs> I guess even this deep end. Um, this is we we pick the best free movies of our of our life. We, right. we go year by year. Yeah. We're in tw- 2014 right now, and we just talked about the best picture winning winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Birdman, uh, Birdman, uh, more like bird poop. Um, hey, and now we're talking about the bonus because we sometimes just like to pick shit we haven't seen, and we picked a most violent year because the man who directed this film is directing Craven, the hunter. <laughs> and save it I for Cape Check, save it for Cape Check. And I liked his other movie, and Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain are in this, and hey, we like them. Cody this is also like a. A relatively big A24 movie for its yeah. year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This was a, yes. Uh, A24 has gotten a lot bigger since, and, you know, people pay more attention to what they do. But this was definitely, I think, one of their marquee movies of this particular year. This most violent year. This most violent year. But before we freaking talk about that, yeah, we're going to talk about what we saw at the Megaplex and the Megaplex. Alexes are back because mm-hmm. people now they're now they're seeing movies that aren't freaking magic superheroes. Now they're seeing movies about just dudes. Yeah. Are all of our movies just about dudes? Oh well, no. that's famously <laughs> the case. Uh what are our three movies? In most I know movies. I know mine's about but just a guy. Mine's about well, two dudes. Mark's is about it. Cody, yeah, I guess a whole family. Which which two dudes have you hung out with recently in the movie Megaplex? What? Uh, what? Oh, I'm asking shit. you what you've seen recently. Oh, I was trying oh. to go into Chad's first. You were trying to be the big one. You're trying to be clever. Uh, I can, do, trying to, I can do. My, I don't really. Mark care. was trying to freaking skip to the loo. Yeah, do do your movie. Yeah, sure. So I saw. That's what I was setting up. I saw a movie. Had to drive my car down the highway. Through the danger mm-hmm. zone. Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw Top Gun. Man. Uh, too long. Yeah. It was really good. I do yeah. not like the first Top Gun movie. I think it's dumb it's and bad. cheesy. Not a great movie. It's like, I think if I had nostalgia attached mm-hmm. to it, I'd probably feel differently, but I don't have it. So I. Cody, did you say you disagree? Yeah, I disagree. I don't think it's great, but to say it's bad and cheesy, it's like, well, yeah. yeah I mean, I was also going to say that there are good, <laughs> like, there are know. good like, movies it, that are. It is. There are good movies that are dumb and cheesy. It is just. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Mm, I don't know. I I think it's kind of fun. I I, I don't think it's great. Fun, I have sure. No nostalgia but for it whatsoever. Fun, yes. I'll concede it's fun. Good, I, I will not concede. But the new one takes everything that is good about the first one and does it better. And it's one of the better legacy sequels I think we've seen in a long time, maybe ever. It's just it's it's solid. the The action is great. Tom Cruise delivers as always. He gets to run really, really fast down a beach at one point, and we love that for him. Opened up really, really big and had like the it was like a world record, yeah. like small drop. What was it? Like it only dropped thirty percent. Yeah. 32%. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just wild. And I love that. Mission Impossible Part 7, Part 1 will be the best movie ever. I'm excited about Tom Cruise. I hope so. I think the the most notable improvement of this movie is that every shot of airplanes in the first Top Gun was like some guy on the ground, like mm-hmm. catching one split second of an airplane as it flew past him. Yeah, they really just put the camera on a freaking airplane. Yeah, and I'd say the clarity of action in those sequences were a huge improvement. I couldn't tell you like what the objective was in any of the like missions in the first Top Gun. It's just kind of vague dogfights. Whereas this one, it's like 
they very clearly lay out what the mission is, what they have to do, why it's so challenging. I think it makes all those sequences, especially the like the actual mission at the end. I think it makes it work so much better because you know exactly the ins and outs of like what they're having to overcome in each part. And then, mm. yeah. And then like I mean, the yeah, rescue mission home at the end is just so, so fucking good. And not what I was it, expecting them to do in a Top Gun movie. This is essentially like it's, it, it's heist movie rules where they like truly like explain yeah. every piece of you piece to you and explain exactly how it should work in the first one they are truly just training for the majority of it and then like mm-hmm. there's a little side mission at the end well like this the one is, there's a few in, in the first one is like who is the best right yeah, yeah but there's all, also a few simulations. missions like they were in an actual like dogfight on a mission when goose died no yeah that was they were not that was but, absolutely training but the, the final fight is an actual fight yeah so it's that, all no there were like enemy fighting. there were enemy planes in that scene with uh where goose dies i watched this no. like two weeks ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. us too it, 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 it it's not that. they were definitely he's, he's enemy training planes. they're doing the trainings okay chad it, you're wrong but it it is um it is the final sequence that is the mission and then the rest of the movie is training and they do the, like the computer games stuff and um he gets stuck for the listener if chad is strong about anything it's because he's sick i, so I do think i have COVID 19 it's brain fog uh, if, if he says anything un- untrue it's brain fog are he's we still sick. calling it COVID 19 should be COVID 2022 hey you can say that again do, um, do you actually want me to you, you no you're good okay. you don't okay. have to say it yeah you don't have to tell me twice um miles taylor's in this movie He's he, he's pretty good. Good. Uh, yeah, Glenn Campbell is in this really movie. well cast. I mean, he, I thought good. like he him as Rooster looked so much like Goose. It was it was fun to see. Yeah, I was watching some show. Uh, I think it was the WeWork show, and it was like Anthony Edwards, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this bald guy, this bald guy playing a guy in a suit in a boardroom—that's frigging Goose. That was crazy. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, Top Gun, it's fun. Uh, every motherfucker saw it. Um, I This was one of the movies where my parents texted me and were like, have you seen Top Gun? <laughs> like, it's, we really recommend it. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I saw it. So yeah. and my, um, it my in-laws so, were in like, town big... this past week and like we never go to the movies with them, but like this was one that they wanted to see. I think it just really struck a nerve and... <laughs> one of the four quadrants that usually gets overlooked and that's boomers. They liked this movie a lot. And uh, Hey, so did I. Yeah, you're right. No movies made for no movies made for boomers. Um, I mean, I don't know. Movies are made for boomers. Huh? Movies I'm, definitely are made for boomers. What? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. We're on the same page. Okay. The delay just makes it seem like we're not. Okay. Sure. Um, Mark, what Mark? What did you see? I saw. Uh, was, I mostly watched TV. I like spent like an hour sitting just watching Bob's Burgers. Got some popcorn. Oh, I'm right. kidding. It was the movie Bob's Burgers. You watch Bob's no, Burgers in theaters? That's like a like a '90s Reese's cereal, like a '90s Reese's cereal commercial. <laughs> Bob's Burgers in theaters what yeah bob's burgers the movie uh they made the bob's burgers movies and um bob is in it lind is in it gene is in it uh who else is in it uh tina is in it louise is in it the landlord is in it that's the guy across the street is in it look it's been it's honestly been four years since i like sat down and like binged Bob's Burgers mm. have not kept up with it since uh but it's one of those shows that you can really just hop in out hop in and out of let There's me ask no you continuity this between anything because I haven't wanted to see this movie but I've watched maybe seven episodes of Bob's Burgers is, is that fine I mean it's not like you'll be confused yeah uh probably be a couple of it, jokes I miss out on because I don't know characters I mean, as well maybe maybe yeah. but 
you know, it, it, I don't know if it's supposed to be like an entry point for the TV show, but it is like, it, I think the, the joy is mostly like hanging out with your friends yeah. for an hour and a half. I like the show. Yeah. I just hadn't watched much of it. I think. I definitely don't think you could go into it completely cold, but I don't really know what that like magical number of episodes to hit to like really get the most out of it. I, Cause I, I probably, I feel like I haven't seen that much cause it's been on for fucking 11 seasons, but I have seen at least four or five seasons, which is still like 80 to a hundred episodes. Um, so I don't know. I don't really know what the magical threshold is. You probably would have a fine time. I just, I don't think you would enjoy it as much, uh, Chad. Okay. Have you seen any episodes with the wharf or the guy who owns the wharf? The wharf. No, I don't think so. I think okay. I literally have watched um, the first seven episodes in season one and that's it. Okay. Well, well it's a good show. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, I like good it. Show, it's a I just, there's a billion shows to watch and like I'm barely really caught is. up on Kenobi and I think there's a new episode like tomorrow or something. Yeah. It's 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 hard to I stay on top of all this stuff. I haven't even started Kenobi. It's good. I've heard. I like it. Yeah, it's the, good. The bear yeah. looks mad. Uh for the listeners, Cody's a bear again. Yeah, Cody, can you turn off the bear? It's really hard no. to read you as the bear. And like we do yeah, take nonverbal point. cues on like who needs to talk and when. Especially and like when you have lag it's a little yeah. tricky to see if the bear is just not picking up anything yeah i guess you do have a video background which is probably not yeah, the lag, but also it doesn't really help know no when the lag is coming but yeah no i mean it's it's fine that there's not a lot to read um the- i i just with my brain fog i would like i would like to see a human face it's throwing well, me off i'm just so confused with the brain fog well, I can't because I'm an animated character right now. And the movie I saw was about oh. animated characters. Okay. Uh, you was, don't want to get like the CGI surgery? I didn't want to get, well, I kind of had the CGI surgery. It just, I guess, it's, it's like not very good. Um, you know, it's just like very like cheap CGI surgery. Uh, I saw Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus and it was fun. Um, it's. I think I love this movie way more than you did. Yeah, I I was obsessed. It was great. It has Sonic jokes and Tim Roth. Yeah, I mean, there was no world where you were gonna love this more than or less than I do. But even beyond that, just like all the like background stuff, like the blink and you miss it, like jokes were just so funny. Um, Lego Misralb being like a joke that's in this movie, and it being a lay Miz. In the Lego universe, I miss that, but that's great. I it's love that. So funny, Dobby modeling Mon- Gucci, uh, in mm. the background. It's yeah. all so good. Uh, and then, like, I think it's very clever with like what the the crime is, like what what they're like rescuing their friend from, like being bootlegged and shipped overseas to like, like it's a human trafficking thing, but with cartoon characters getting bootlegged overseas. It's very clever very funny i think all the jokes about like the uncanny valley characters are great uh yeah just funny just a funny funny movie i think a lot of the background gags are really funny and i think there are parts that are funny but i kind of like throughout was just like huh okay like it it just wasn't like hitting me fully like i was wanting it to hit me um I think the core mystery, you're right that like the premise of the mystery is like fun with the bootlegging thing, but like the mystery yeah. itself is like not very good. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty like just, it feels like a first draft of like, like the actual clues they're following and like the mystery that they're tracking uh, yeah. on like a step-by-step basis. It, it does feel kind of first drafty, like it's not very fleshed out yeah. or inventive, but the, but the big picture premise I love, I am obsessed with that. Well, and then the the animation in jokes are really good. Yeah, but the animation isn't, which is like what's uh, what's I kind it of great. Hard. I, think, I was yeah, I I was not bothered by the animation. I at think all. all the 2D animation is is pretty rough. Oh, I disagree. The, I thought it looked fantastic. Like Chip, mm-mm. when he was like 
interacting with real 3d like clothes but he himself was like 2d i was like blown away like it looked so good i loved it i disagree hard that it looked that the animation was bad i thought it was like awesome and it's like blending so many animation styles in a way that doesn't feel disjointed it feels like it all goes together like you have stop motion 2d 3d all in the same frame and nothing feels out of place like it all feels true to the world i thought it was awesome i think the 2d looks like cheap and fast 2d approximation animation and uh, like that was a little tough um because like roger rabbit was almost 40 years ago well, yeah point. but no one's gonna hand draw um, and animation I think that looks so much like why not <laughs> uh, uh i mean i can't there answer are, that for you but there, there are cheaper ways to do that people aren't gonna do this yeah like i know past. but that's that's my problem i i kind of the movie feels overall cheaper than I was expecting. I, I think there was a lot of conversation that I saw online and stuff bubble around like, oh my gosh, why aren't they releasing this in theaters? And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is good, but it is a Disney Plus movie. Like it just does, it didn't hit the like scale. Yeah, or... I just, I disagree with that. Just in that like, I mean, it's cliche, whatever, but like, A, I think every movie is just better in the theater. And like, I would rather see every movie in a movie theater than on my tv at home but b i really think i would have enjoyed this specific movie way better with a crowd full of people like laughing like i just think that comedies in particular i I like to see with people and this movie was so funny i think it could have really been enriched by a movie audience i don't know i i i i am bummed out about uh the missed opportunity of seeing this in a crowded theater I think I, I generally fall closer to Chad than Cody here, where it's like I was not bothered by any of the animation. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun and very funny. I think because I was watching it at home, I was not expecting as much from it, uh, and that's had a, kind of had, had a great time. But that's that's fine. But also, like if they were planning to put it in a movie in a theater, they would have spent more money on it, and it would have right looked right better. And that, that, it's fine. Kind of I thing. loved what yeah. I had. I was very happy to have a, a, a lonely island ship and down with me. My my friends, the Rescue Rangers, were back. Did, the did one you thing I care do... about the Rescue Rangers because I never did. I watched oh, I it, like, the Rescue Rangers. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I thought it was a great show. Um, I never watched the, it. The one thing that I thought I was poor. <laughs> you were poor, so you couldn't watch a TV show. I guess you didn't have cable. Exactly. Didn't have the okay. Disney Channel, which Mark didn't either. Gotcha. So it is I, interesting. I fully did. I hmm. thought you were the one who only had PBS for a while, but it wasn't like a money no, thing. No, was, Eli. Was not me. Eli didn't have. He only could watch uh, Disney and Nickelodeon when he went to the beach. I'm remembering our other friend. I, I didn't have cable when Rescue Rangers was on. And Disney Plus is new. Yeah. And so, you're not, there's not a lot of people probably went back and watched Rescue Rangers. Oh, they do have the original series on there. Yeah. I might go back yeah, yeah, and yeah. relive some of that. Yeah. I watched one episode and I was like, oh, yeah, I get this. You know, like it's not yeah. bad. It, it just, I mean, like, it's fully that kind of show where you just, is a like kid show. You can just jump in and like any episode's going to be fine. I mean, I certainly didn't watch anything in order back in the day. It was just whatever no, was on. I was just going to watch it. <laughs> They would produce things in like wacky orders, also. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was fun. I don't know. I I think I really just Roger Rabbit is one of my favorite movies, and so I think I was kind of holding it to a much like, I, higher bar. See, I feel I, like I I I was never expecting it to be Roger Rabbit, and that might be why I just like l- was surprised at how close to being Roger Rabbit it was when I wasn't expecting it to, to mm. do that. I think might've been, yeah. the, that might be the secret. Don't expect it to be Roger Rabbit is the key. Mm. I mean, I think it's it's fair for like director of two of your favorite movies, Hot Rod right. and <laughs> Popstar yeah. to make, I mean, that gets me excited. Yeah. And then if you combine it with like the general setup of it is Robert, Roger Rabbit-ish, I get that. But I yeah. thought I think that it has 
not the satire of um Bob Star, but the like maybe the amount of jokes. And maybe they don't hit as hard, but like it's a joke dense, funny movie. It's also like it was uh, directed by Akiva, but it's not like a Lonely Island production, you know. Like this was definitely like yeah. a they were hired for this project rather than like they had been developing yeah. this okay. thing. Which Hot Rod, I guess, was that too. There was a script for Will Ferrell before they got attached to it, but right. Um, it, it does have a lot of a Lonely Island heart. I mean, it has like the a lot of the gags. Star, like, a lot of the gags feel to, very Lonely Island. Yeah, but but also like the, you know, people that used to be close and have drifted apart are right. forced to get back together is very pop star. Yeah, the uh, and there's rapping in it. <laughs> there is kind of a rapping scene. <laughs> they just repeat the same thing over and over again. But I forgot what the line I think, was. I think that that scene made me laugh. It hardest. was very, it was very funny. It's very good. Um, it was yeah, Chekhov's rapping animal because they mentioned it earlier in the movie that they always make the animals rap and then they did it. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, and that's what we've watched. Other than yeah. that, I've watched a bunch of TV. Uh, TV, guys, it's the new movie. Yeah, I gotta freaking watch Stranger Things. I still haven't watched an episode of that yet. I started The Boys last night. Um, yeah. And I also watched A Most Violent Year. Hey, let's talk hey. about it. Okay. Oscar Isaac is in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's Jessica Chastain. Uh, they married. Mm-hmm. And just... he he owns trucks. And the mob keeps freaking stealing them and stealing the fuel and selling well, it to competitors. So, so, someone's stealing them and they claim it's yeah. not the mob. Right. I don't understand what's happening in this movie. Oh, well, it's okay. It's pretty simple. <laughs> the the mob people are basically hitting the trucks Mm -hmm. to get the gas and then they're selling it at a much lower price to all of the competitors yeah um which is driving oscar's business down Mm -hmm. um there's no like particular like motive for it they just are yeah making money yeah you get free product you sell it at a discount rate you get money that's what you do it's what the fast and furious guys were doing with dvd players yeah um, meanwhile oscar isaac has bought like an oil refinery or something uh he like put a down payment on it and thought he was going to get a loan from the bank and the bank was like no david oyelowo is looking into you and we're scared so we're not going to even right. have money so he's got to go to a bunch of different places and try to find some money yeah. yeah he's basically trying to like yeah raise some funds the so what he he's trying to buy is actually just a location like it's not about the stuff that's already there. Right. He wants it because it's close to the port, and right. so fuel can come more directly to him, which apparently is cheaper and more efficient. Sure, I don't know. Um, so that's this, what that yeah. big reveal shot was at the end of like the water. That's what that was all about. I didn't really pick up. No, on I no, think that, she that knew was... that the whole time because oh, okay. he goes over there when he first buys the place. He walks around and sees that view. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just that he's he's attained it. I don't know. Right. This was a movie where like I watched it and I was like, huh, the whole time. And I was like, this feels like a movie I have to like. I legitimately think I have to watch it like a couple more times. Like it feels like a movie to be studied a bit to me because it's very mm-hmm. like slow and methodical, mm-hmm. but like it's like it is good like yeah. it, it's 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 so interesting because it's like i almost find myself getting bored and then i get compelled by like something that's not that exciting but it is compelling I and then know. some of it just is exciting you know there's like the interstate or the rant what highway it's like a shootout shootout and then it turns into like a foot chase yeah. there's a cool car chase fun stuff yeah, it's a cool car the, chase. That the truck. car chase is good. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's a lot of like tense conversations. Yeah. 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 Which it's like, uh, made me just want to watch Scenes from My Marriage, which is what was on my Letterboxd review. Because every time like Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain were just having an intense conversation, I was like, it's better in Scenes from My Marriage. But I digress. 
I have not seen that, nor have I seen the original. So I probably will not watch the new one until I get to the original. So I will watch it in probably 50 years. The original is on Criterion. Yeah. Criterion channel. I have access to that. Okay. That still doesn't speed me up. Yeah. It's six episodes and it's really good. And then the remake is only five episodes. They, They cut out one of the episodes and it's very much a remake. Like it's they flip some of like it's about people it's basically marriage story like it's about like a, the end of a marriage um mm-hmm. and they flip some of the relationship dynamics but it's uh you know yeah it's pretty much the exact same thing there's too many shows about space wizards and superheroes right now that's so true all the good stuff i, keeps I being do think off. both scenes from a marriage is are better than kenobi i will say that I like yeah, Kenobi. Hot take. Hot take. Hot Saints take. from Marriage better better than Kenobi. Um. Yeah, but it's 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 Oscar Isaac and Poe Dameron. Th- this was like he was in Inside Lewin Davis, but he still hadn't mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. become the massive star he is now. He, he had yeah, not he was like, become. I guess next year he would be in The Force Awakens, and that was kind of his like right. superstar yeah. moment. Yes. Yeah. He had not become big enough to be in a six episode Marvel series that like kind of went nowhere and everybody is like, yeah, I guess that's fine. But he's I like Midnight. I it's one of my mm-hmm. it's like top three of the TV shows for me. Yeah, low bar. Um <laughs> yeah, but it is top yeah. three of the TV shows. <laughs> um but th- so this is like pretty pretty quickly after Inside Lewin Davis, and he it's such a like good character for him because like Lewin is very like low status mm-hmm. and this guy is is like higher status or money. aspiring to be higher yeah. status he's they have a very nice house that they have yeah. just bought now right. was it a good idea to buy that house no, right no, after not, you put all of your savings down on the down not payment? until he no yeah not until all but, the deals went through and were final he should not have done that but it is still a very similar of like a character who like can't fucking like it everything keeps falling apart you know he can't and, trust nobody yeah. either and in this one it, uh, not really lewin davis but yeah in yeah. lewin it's like he is the problem and then this one is very much like it's all out of his control right and he's trying to like seize control back yeah um yeah, Lewin is not a character I, uh, who's like actively trying to seize control. He's just like kind of moping in his own like right. hell that he created. But I also think it is an Oscar Isaac acting superpower for whenever they're like, okay, you're watching this movie. You don't know yet. You don't know yet. Yep, he's Latino in this one. Yeah, this movie <laughs> like definitely had me be like, is he supposed to be like it? Italian, right, right, because right. he and then does that. It's often. like halfway uh-huh. through the movie, he like goes to the house of this guy and like speaks Spanish with his mom, and I'm like, oh, okay, yes, so he is yes, Spanish. Okay, yes, 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 yes. I also think like I want to <laughs> he see. Could also just be a guy who knows Spanish. Okay, but, but... Oscar Isaac. Well, no, is... but he's yeah, he's no, very no, much no, like no. I have worked my way up yes. from yes. this position. It is and like, a, he wants yeah. to help yeah. The, yeah. You, uh, Julian is the, is the yeah. other guy's name. Yeah. It is a fucking brilliant scene because it is very kind of like cold where he is like, mm-hmm. I was where you are. Yeah. Fuck off basically, yeah. which is like such a weird, but it, yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, I like and Oscar Isaac is so good at, acting in Spanish as well like mm-hmm. yeah I I truly want to see him like in like in a Spanish speaking like film like I want to see him in like a mm-hmm. Almodovar or something like that like I want to see him do it because I think yes. he could and that I think would it be would very be good incredible uh he's in Che I need to watch Jay. Is he's, is he, he the lead in it or no? No, he no. is a very small role. He's like a translator, I think. Oh, okay. Who, who is the actor who plays Jay? Um, Michael Jay. Benicio del Toro. Oh, is it? Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. I I I bought some 
I uh, got an Amazon gift card from work and I was going through criterions to buy from Amazon today. And I looked at Shay and I was like, well, maybe. But then it was expensive. So I did not. I mean, it's two movies, to be fair. It's two movies that's, and two big boys, right? And by by two movies, I mean, yeah, it's it's a total of 257 minutes. So four hours. Okay. Yeah. So like two two hour movies. It's good. Yeah. I watched it when I was sick in college. I need to be sick in college. I could catch up on so much shit. When I'm Man, sick now, I still have to work. I was sick recently and did not catch up on that much shit. It was a real bummer. Yeah. I'm it was sick right up. now and I got to fucking talk to you guys. <laughs> well. Um, so I'm sorry, Chad. We'll, we'll get this over real quick. Okay. Hey, uh, to, hey, to be fair, I recorded the last. So, context for everybody the last episode we recorded, Cody yeah. did have COVID. <laughs> just to place us in time mark also had covid i had time. early covid yeah somehow it just was before uh, you yeah. were feeling symptoms it was before you were feeling symptoms but mm. you had i was oh i was very tired uh yeah. but i thought it was from going to a theme park at the age of 28 right um, well and a it bad also might have been a bad theme park that like beat the shit oh, out of yeah. you it wasn't like smooth um, um the the reveal of him being Hispanic, there are a lot of reveals like this that in this movie where it's like you don't actually know, like like the whole time the feds are after them for like doing something weird financially. Yeah. And yeah. I had no idea. I was like, did they actually do something wrong? Does Oscar Isaac know what they did wrong? Yeah. They and is covering up for it. But he like it's one of the last scenes. It's like the last fifteen minutes. It's revealed that he does not realize that his wife has been laundering money. Um, yeah. And I, it's I feel good like for there her, are, you know. There are a lot of things that are just dangled above this movie yeah. that the audience just like doesn't is wondering about. You know, like is he involved with the feds? Or is he involved with the actual mob? Is he yeah. actually clean? Um, well, who's the- stealing the money from him? Yeah, the movie starts and you kind of don't know what's happening or why. Yeah. Like it does take a while to get kind of a handle on it, which is really interesting. And that's why I find it like, I think I find it more fascinating than I enjoyed it, if that makes sense. I enjoy that kind of, I mean, I think that- Yeah, me too. That kind of thing is very enjoyable. And I think on a second watch, it will reward the fact that you already know those things and you'll- yeah, probably understand so. what's happening a little bit more and you'll enjoy like the pace at which it's revealed is is very methodical and i think once you know everything it'll be interesting to watch that yeah um, just, this kind uh, of movie is is very much like a very very interesting first watch and then every further watch is is yeah. a little bit more illuminating and, and fun i totally agree with that it, this is very much a like Oof, okay, I got to work, <laughs> like, while watching, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I got to, like, oh, okay, <laughs> got to really, like, and sometimes we watch movies that are just, like, oh, we've seen them a billion times, or, like, we know what they are, so they can wash over us more, but, yeah, this was right. one of the ones where I, like, truly was, like, okay, woof, okay, <laughs> focus up. Um, Yeah, I, I think I, on a whole, though, like, I, I really did enjoy it, and I think it's, like, so well acted. I think, the visual style is really good. Um, oh, it's a gorgeous yeah. movie. So it's a pretty like, movie to look at for sure. And yeah, all the um, performances are on point. Cody, you've seen Triple Frontier, correct? Yeah. Yes. yes. Is that like this movie? Kind of. <laughs> it's weird. Huh. It's it's definitely more action. But I I think why I loved Triple Frontier when I first watched it is because like by trailers and just like the premise i thought i was fucking watching extraction right that chris sims yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. it is not that it is very like ah, it's it is so hard to describe but it's good there's a lot more action but it, it's it's really good and it is also gorgeous but it is very like character specific like it is a bunch of like tough guys, which can be, they can become very anonymous in a typical movie like that. But like you fully know why like Ben Affleck is doing what he's doing or why Oscar Isaac is doing what he's doing. Well, yeah, it helps when the tough guys are like amazing actors. Yeah, the cast of that movie is pretty like 
fucking insane and they all work really well together um i mean i'm not the biggest charlie hunnam or garrett headland fan but ben affleck pedro uh, pedro pascal and oscar isaac are very good actors uh mark you know who wrote triple frontier which is part of why it rules um the mark guy Bold. who wrote hurt locker in zero dark 30 yes yeah, that, sir it's, uh, it's pretty solid yeah so it's basically it's also about like what are those things called the like contracting for the military yeah. um mm-hmm. oh military contractors that, <laughs> that's it yeah yeah i wasn't it, gonna i thought you had it <laughs> it's it's basically like they're all friends and then they're part of this like some of them have returned to like civilian life the others are part of like a contracting thing and like basically pulls them all together with like promises of money because they're going to take down a south american like drug lord and then shit gets real busted (laughs) um as one would assume like i really highly recommend that movie um sounds good it's real good. I, I just added it to my watch list. And it it's one How of the movies are in your watch list. Oh, a ton. Oh, okay. I have almost two I have almost two thousand. So uh I, I have, don't think you're gonna get to them all. Maybe. How do I how do I know that? Where does it say that? I have uh I think it was like eight hundred last time I looked. Yeah. I like it, it it's just one of the ones that fell victim to Netflix. I think if it was yeah. a different distributor or something like that, like it, you would have heard about it a lot more. Um, I will say with my watch list recently, I have done it like when I have a movie to watch and I don't have like a reason to watch a movie, I will just go to my watch list and shuffle it and just look at the, the first page of it because it's honestly far too big to like, I just shuffled yeah. it and the very Same. first movie is... Um, a star is born from 37 and it's very rare that i'm in that kind of <laughs> right, um right. but i'll just look at the the front page of it and be like what looks good Ooh, best in show peter pan oh Clockers. yeah oh well <laughs> it's funny you say that about the like 1937 when am i in the mood for that the reason i watched triple frontier was specifically because i was like oh, you know what? I kind of want a dumb action movie where they just like shoot a bunch of things. And then I got it and I was like, oh, wow, this is about it's how not. the U.S. fucks over the veterans and <laughs> all that. what you got, yeah. <laughs> no. Like it was good, but I was like, wow, this is not dumb. Um, uh, the last thing I want to mention in this movie is the ending, which I loved. Yeah. Are you talking about specifically when the truck driver shows up because that scenes yes when the truck driver shows up and shoots himself and honestly just the fact that he shot himself and it went into that big like chamber which started leaking oil and it's like yeah oh everything's fucked again and then and then oscar isaac just like walks over like takes like he plugs up the oil (laughs) he just plugs up the oil and then just kind of walks off it's like wow okay (laughs) like yeah, it I is. Don't. It yeah. is like one of those like sim- symbolism endings that like yes. not, it's not like a ending that like is pure symbolism, and you're like, oh, I don't know what that means, but it's like, oh, okay, so we actually didn't reach the end. There's still more stuff to do, but we put a little plug in it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is right. quite basically like this guy is going to be like filling holes like this his entire life, and he's not really concerned about the human consequences for anybody other than him and his family anymore um and also like there are like julian wanted to be like he wanted to climb up to oscar's position and just could not take it yeah uh so like you know oscar isaac's whose name i'm forgetting i want to call him i think most oh no his name is abel which is i yeah it gets able every yeah, time the subtitles would be like they're gonna say able they're gonna say Abel, yeah. which Abel. threw me off um but abel like has something has a drive with him in him that like mm-hmm. lets him actually keep filling these holes and julian just like could not take it well and what's interesting is like the time frame when this is set is like the most violent summer recorded it was winter uh, you see the sure. snow on the ground? It was, yeah, it yeah, was you're, right, you're right. Sorry. They yeah. wore a thick peacoat the entire movie. I was getting it. 
the most violent year on record like yeah. yeah which is crazy to think about like just the kind of anyway um yeah it's a it's a gomo it's in a my opinion movie. you guys want to do some uh some alumni some, some yeah, sure cape check some snl we've seen yep. oscar isaac and lewin davis uh-huh jessica chastain surely we've seen her yep and tree of life and interstellar interstellar very the last episode or like two three episodes ago um this year (laughs) i wasn't uh david um yellow also in that movie yep cool there's uh there's one more person it has been a long time since i've seen this movie (laughs) um you want me to tell you the movie he was in i don't know i think i know it i think i know it who was in this movie was we did Finding Nemo, right? We did. Albert Brooks. Yep. Oh, yeah. Albert Brooks, who, his name popped up in the credits, but as like the, in the opening credits, I was like, ooh, Albert Brooks. Completely forgot he was in this movie until <laughs> I was doing this. I was like, oh, fuck, Albert Brooks well, was in that movie. What about all the times you saw Albert Brooks in the, in the movie? I'm young. I don't know yeah, what Albert I mean, Brooks looks like. I guess I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm very recently, and he was in an episode of that in the most was, recent season. If there was one character that was like extremely funny, I'd be like, "That's got to be Albert Brooks." Yeah, but no, there's there's no not, one. Everyone's so one. drab. I also get Albert Brooks confused with Paul Reiser because every time in Stranger Things, when Paul Reiser shows up, I'm uh, like, "Ah, Albert Brooks." Nope, not him. I get Albert and Mel Brooks confused. They are like 40 years apart. I know. Not that much. Like 30, 20. I don't know. Well, Albert Brooks is probably like 70, and then Mel Brooks is what, like 90? That's probably like yeah, 20 years. It's like 20. Um yeah. Mark, mm-hmm. the lead of Many Saints of Newark is also in this movie. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because <laughs> like I don't really know him. I just Wait, like, like saw the name. Baby Tony Soprano? No, no, no. The oh. the other guy, the guy who plays I didn't uh, see it. Chris uh he, he plays Dickie Baltasanti. Yeah. Okay. Who is like Chris's sort of dad. the lead of the movie other than he's Tony. the titular okay. saint of Newark. Yeah, um this Tony did make me want to start uh start up on Sopranos again because I've been on a Sopranos hiatus after finishing season one. Sopranos is good. Cody, what else is uh moving on to Cape Check? What else is that guy? Uh is that in a superhero movie? Not yet. Not yet. He's oh. cats in a superhero movie. Is he in the Marvels? No. Craven uh, the Hunter. Craven the Hunter playing. Uh, really? Oh, Chameleon. He's playing Chameleon. Uh, I did not know that. Page, <laughs> page said a a villain. So I uh, I don't know. That's probably hilarious. It's, it's Chameleon. Um, I think I did, yeah. that was totally out of my ass. Just but well, because this director is doing it's Craven. The same right. director. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, also right, in Cape Jack, we've other, got Oscar Kishima? Isaac as not only Moon Knight, but also Apocalypse. Uh-huh. And then we've got Jessica Chastain as the mm-hmm. villain in the other X-Men What's movie. her name? It was terrible. Say her Could name. Say her name. not tell uh, you. It, it I is. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Go ahead. It's Vuck. 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 Yes. Vuck right. is her name. Vuck that. Am I it's right? A, it's a fucking bad name. It's yeah. a bad, bad, bad name. fucking name. Yeah. Uh, David um, Owelio is in. Surely he's in something. We just did this for Interstellar. God. It's impossible, I'll tell you. Oh, well, he plays Martin Luther King, and he's a real hero. We made that joke last time. I am aware. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good joke. Wait, it's so. A good joke. What, who, is, who is he? I'm not going to be able to pull He's in Star Wars Rebels. Oh, Star Wars oh, Rebels. Right, he's right, a voice. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Well, like I said, impossible. Yeah, impossible. Is Christopher Abbott in something? He feels like somebody who like could be. He's good in this movie. We didn't talk about him, but he's always got a guy that I think is about to pop and never really seems to. Um, I don't think so. I don't have him written down. Um, let me just double check. I mean, I <sighs> I looked at all of these people. Oh, he's he's playing Foreigner in Craven the Hunter. So right. he's also in Craven the Hunter. That's oh, that's so... it. Sorry, I didn't add him to the list because I assumed Foreigner was like he's just some dude in the background. <laughs> but no, no that's an actual that is, Yeah, that feels like a superhero. So I decided uh, I would go on to Albert Brooks's IMDb because I thought maybe he's been in a superhero thing, and I thought I might cheat at the game. Um, 
one of his most recent movies is I Love You, Daddy, the Louis C.K. movie. I just think that that's funny. Just wanted to point yeah, that out. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, funny. <laughs> um, uh, is he uh, a bad guy? Do we know? I don't know. I mean, Albert Brooks, he's old. He's gonna gonna, gonna say no. Cross my fingers. Probably not. Um, we're missing. We're missing one. Oh, we're missing an alum. Or no, no a superhero. We're a cape. No, I'll tell you. Gosh. She is uncredited in the movie that she's in. She's uncredited in the superhero movie she's in. Mm-hmm. So okay, I give up immediately. I'm not going to get it's, that. It's one of these kids. It's not. It's not. What? No. Who? Lorna Bruce, maybe? No, it's Catalina Sandina Moreno, who okay. is Julian's mom. Yeah. And plays a Mexican vampire in Twilight Eclipse. Oh, okay. good. In a flashback, <laughs> she's the Mexican That's vampire good. that turns, I think, Jasper into a vampire. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. All right. And now, now quick SNL check. It's uh, Oscar and Jessica. Um, and Albert Brooks. Yes. I th- Oscar I th- has actually hosted since we did this last. So I had to change that. Uh, Albert Brooks made digital shorts. Uh, made shorts in the first made season. shorts, yeah. Not digital shorts, but. And then but surely. They were on film. Jesse. Jessica, Jessica is hosted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So small cast, indie movie, not a lot of known actors. So short, short little game today. Cool. Short little uh, episode today as well. Yeah. So this Although, movie made what? We got other stuff to do. Yeah, we have other shit to do. Oh no. Uh, this movie made twenty million dollars on a twelve million dollar budget. That's not the most. Um, it has a three point five on letterbox. It was nominated for no Oscars, but Jessica got a ton of attention from other awards bodies. That's some Indie Spirit Awards, uh, which is I really think, what you're hoping for for these kind of movies. I do believe Jessica got a Golden Globe nomination. So, you know, there's that. Um, yeah. Uh, we have to decide if this is better than Interstellar. It's not. It's not. It's not, but yeah. it is good. It's pretty good. I was whelmed by it, you know. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm glad we watched it. I don't think it is a mm-hmm. great movie for discussion for for us silly boys who like to talk about big movies. Yeah, um, but it's but, like, you know good movie. Glad I saw it. Glad I watched it. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. But here's the bigger question we have to figure out. Yeah, is Interstellar better than Prisoners? Oh yeah, oh, no, that's actually kind of easy. Prisoner, prisoner's I, oh, it it definitely is. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Well, it's not unanimous. I'll, I'll there you I'll go. Come down swinging, as they say. All right. So, Interstellar <laughs> is the best. Yeah. Movie. Now we have to rank this year as well. All right. All right. Oh no, Chad, your pick was Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. There was Gone Girl this year. There was so, Interstellar this year. So for me, it's Interstellar. Gone Girl, uh, uh, Grand Budapest, Bird. Uh, no, this then Birdman. It's pretty pretty clear. Class. I got Grand Budapest in my number one slot. I believe I have Interstellar in my second slot. Then Gone Girl, then Birdman, then this. But I like them all. I liked all the movies. I'd say this and Birdman are essentially a tie of me like liking them. For very different reasons, but you know, mm. Cody. Um, I'm pulling up my list. Um, mine is Gone Girl first, Interstellar second, Grand Budapest third, Most Violent Year fourth, Space Bar, Space Bar, Space Bar, uh, Space Bar. <laughs> Birdman is number five. I had to so, find it on my letterbox list. All of us agree the Oscars messed up this year. Yeah, they fucked up real bad. Yeah. I, I think I said last episode. Yeah, you made a pretty last bold claim. And I I think I stand by it when like weeks later. Yeah, when we like just had Green Book not that long ago. And... Mm, I still think it's really fucking embarrassing. It's a bad movie. Um okay, so interstellar 
is the best movie of this year mm-hmm. and Interstellar is the best movie of our lifetime for now. I guess so. Well, wait, what did Prisoners beat? Social Network? The Social Network somehow. Somehow that, one of you morons <laughs> agreed with me. Yeah, that was it was stupid. Mark. <laughs> it was Mark. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I'd probably pick it. I mean, I would pick Interstellar of the Social Network. I would not. It was just I a hiccup. That one probably. Prisoners was just um, a weird hiccup in, in our podcast. But I, I mean, love Prisoners a lot. I'm scrolling back through this and uh, weird that we also picked Hurt Locker. I mean, I yeah, I'm still mad about that. No, I stand by that. Um, I mean, not me. No country would not have made it this long. So, no. Don't be. But like the Hurt Locker beating No Country, come on. I think No I Country think- is my favorite all the way for all the years since then i think it's my favorite movie we've talked about uh, oh it is absolutely it is not mine um yeah mine is uh i don't know what mine is titanic we did talk about the tree of life and well there was a sequel to to election the the book election oh it's based on there's a sequel to it now is it like new Uh, i think so i saw the books for the other day Oh, fuck. Okay. Interesting. Send me that link, bro. I got you. Um, Is it like, does it take place that many years afterwards or is it like? uh, It is called Tracy Flick Can't Win. And it's about her, I think basically present day. She's like a assistant principal at a high school. Mm. Who is the the same author? It's it's Tom Perota. Oh, fuck yes. Okay. I have not read the original election, but I have read the original Leftovers, which is much different, but he is a good author. Oh, Um, the author who wrote the book Election is based on also wrote the book that The Leftovers is based on? Yes, sir. Two wildly different uh, visual media projects. Interesting. He has uh, a lot of good things based on him. Yeah. Uh, there's something else. I mean, The Leftovers is one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's real good. Um, I will. I guess I can tease out now. Um, you know, because we're talking about how did No Country lose, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Once we wrap up 2016, we are going to have a final episode that is every movie from every year, the winner of every particular year, going head to head in a tournament style so we can truly objectively look at every movie we selected to be number one of each year pit them against each other and find the true best movie of i think life. i mean what we should it, do is pit them against each other by like 1993 goes up against 2016 94 goes up against 2015 it will be 93 going against 2020 but yes that is fully the my idea oh because we've got the pickies because we seasons as well did 2017 through 2020 we have made claims about the best movies of those years i think that we need to revisit those claims in hindsight that's what the episode's going to be is us revisiting the claims but i mean the the like i don't know what I picked for 2018. Would like to read. No, it. it's they're all good winners. 2018, A Star Is Born won for us. 2019, A Para- Parasite won for us. Uh, 2020, uh, Worst Person in the World. 2017, yeah. I made this list the other day. 2017, our winner was Lady Bird. I stand by all of those winners. Man. So Jurassic Park is going to go up against the worst person in the world. Correct. (laughs) Weird. Uh, But we do have to select and we'll figure that out off pod, but we have 31 movies, but we need 32 to do a true bracket. So we got to figure out what gets in it. The episode title of that will be called Recency Bias. I don't think so. I think think it's going to be called. Well, it's going to be interesting because like, Jurassic Park is now back in like the legendary category going up against like a movie that we know we have recency bias about. So I kind of think it'll balance out. I just, there are movies that we pick that Mm -hmm. I like a lot. And I liked a lot when I watched them five years ago that I have not watched since then. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to talk about all those. (laughs) But I, should I rewatch 30 movies? 
I am hearing Mark wants to start the podcast over again. That's what I am hearing. No, I'm just saying you take all of us with a grain of salt because oh, it's it has all been a, a grain of salt. This no, point. no salt, no salt. salt. This is to be taken I, seriously. This is film criticism. Um, I think there's going to be a Titanic bias coming from the old Cody direction. Mm, maybe. Um, so anyway, hey, Chad, what's the best movie of 2014? I you can find me at Chad A. Oliver on social media platforms. Oh yeah. Um, and what the movie, movie I'm looking forward to is uh Jurassic World uh yeah, three. Um I guess <sighs> oh that's technically that already nope. came out technically. Yep, you didn't look at uh, at the list. <laughs> I looked at the list, I just forgot about it until now because you we were trying to end the podcast prematurely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at the list. So, what listen, what do you want to see? I want to see <laughs> I don't want to see Elvis. I want to see the black phone is what I want to see. Yeah, that was looks fun. Good. Ethan Hawke being spooky with Scott Derrickson again. Seems like a fun time. Hey, Mark, what huh? can people find you in, in you one movie? You can find me at uh, Wallington Mark all over the place. Just anywhere <laughs> look for Wallington Mark. Um, also on Goodreads, where I just added uh, Tracy Flick can't win to my want to read list. Um, uh, I want to watch Elvis. Also, Marcelo Shell with Suzanne. Yeah. Ooh, I do want to see Marcelo Shell with Suzanne. It's, yeah. That's it, though. All right, we uh, saved the animated movie for Cody. Uh, you can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram at Cody Lunsford on Letterboxd, serialized. And oh, shit, this is the first episode we've recorded since Be Real has been a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So if you have a be real, add me. It is yeah, you can add me on that too. Where I yeah, be sure. real. Uh, the movie I am looking forward to is Spiderhead. Joseph Kaczynski. What? He he made a movie last week in Top Gun, and now he's got a freaking another one. Come on, man! On You're Netflix. looking forward to Lightyear. I'm looking forward to Lightyear. We but saved I that am, for you. I am interested in Spiderhead, but obviously I'm very interested in Lightyear. You were a Woody kid more than a Buzz kid, though, right? Oh, yeah. Woody's the better character. Yeah, but, I was a Woody um, kid. Lightyear, it does look fun and good. Um, the slinky dog kid, if you're wondering. Yeah, that makes I'm sense. I'm wearing a damn Pizza Planet shirt right now. Yeah, the aliens better be in it. I keep thinking I think that. that that's like going to be their, uh, their like surprise. It's, it's their Grogu is like photorealistic mm. versions of those aliens. No, the Grogu's the cat. Yeah, Grogu's the cat. Mm. But Zerg looks really freaking scary. And that's yeah. that's fun. Zerg's scary. It's just a fact. <laughs> um so yeah. in the Buzz Lightyear Star Command series, those little green aliens it's not were canon. They, I know yeah. it's not canon. It is a spin-off TV show based on the yep. movie in this world. That hasn't but, come out yet. Yeah. It has not come out yet. But the little green aliens from Pizza Planet are canonically part of that show. Uh, yeah, but in the world of Toy Story, which is separate yeah. from Buzz Lightyear Star Command, those little green aliens are just like in the claw machine at Pizza Planet. Are they technically connected to the Buzz Lightyear lore in Toy Story? I think there is enough room that it is possible because I think if you yeah. go to a claw machine, like I can get a fucking Mickey Mouse at that yeah. claw machine, or yeah. there's what certainly happened. room where it's possible. I just don't know if if Toy Story, if Big Pixar has made a definitive statement on. I think we will know that June 17th. Mm. Um, I hope that there's a, a Spanish buzz cameo. That would be wild. <laughs> if just like in the random, he's like, oh, my translator is broken. Um, <laughs> For some reason he's doing like the salsa dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, Chad, what's the best movie of 2014? Uh, Interstellar. I'm having deja vu all of a sudden. Um, it's also the best movie of our lifetime, if you're wondering. Hey, Mark, yeah. what is the best movie of not only 2014, but if you have an answer for it also, or Lifetime, up until yeah. that point? Yeah, uh, you know, I'll just give it all time, Interstellar. Yeah, cool. So also 2014. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would also be, yeah, I guess that would also be, yeah. Included in all time, yeah. Cody, uh, same question to you. Yeah, you don't have to answer the all time question, I guess. Yeah. Every, every bonus episode, we run into this issue. Uh, the best movie of 2014 and our lifetime is Interstellar. Thanks everybody for listening. And remember, it's a gun. It's a fuck.
fucking gun. If you liked seeing Oscar Isaac act, then have I got a treat for you for the next episode? Because uh, he acts again in Ex Machina, my pick for the best movie of 2015. You can find it on Hoopla, Showtime, and something else. I got the brain fog from the COVID. Cody, what was the Canopy. other thing? Canopy. Canopy. So if you got a library card, you can watch it for free. Uh, tune in. in. <laughs> that might be cool.com. You never know.